Hello and welcome to Artful Living, a podcast all about crafting a home and life with intention. We're your hosts, Cassidy and David, back for another episode. We are talking about outdoor spaces. Again. We've, again, yeah, we talked about that in our last episode. If you missed that, go back and give that a listen. Um, we talk about how to optimize your outdoor spaces, whether they be big or small, patio, balcony, whatever. Um, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about mistakes we've made for our backyard and what Never. we've learned, what to avoid. <laughs> David re- refuses. We made mistakes. I mean, I think it's just learning experiences, you know. Some people may not find the mistakes, but I have learned that I don't like these things. And I think sometimes, I mean, this happens with interiors, obviously, but sometimes it's harder to identify like what's not working outside. I guess whatever space you're in, it's, it's sometimes difficult to identify what's not working. So these are just some things that like, I just was looking at in our yard and thinking, okay, this is what I would have done differently or that we fixed. And I was like, okay, that is much better. So yeah, I agree. That's what we're going to talk about. And maybe that'll help you guys with your backyard planning for the summer or just, you know, your backyard, ugh, backyard planning in general. Um, so, yeah. Should I kick us off? Kick us off. Okay. So the first mistake that I've identified is that and that I wouldn't do again is using plastic planters. Yeah, those are not. Not very nice. Even if they're, you know, basic and like terracotta colored, they're just not the same as a nice, beautiful terracotta pot that can patina and age over time. Um, You can't be fooled by them, really. Like, you're always going to know it's a plastic planter. Yeah. And it just kind of degrades, you know, the overall vibe and look. And, And also, I find that like the rims kind of get sun um they get it faded yeah and so then that makes it kind of even more noticeable because with like a terracotta pot you kind of want it to get worn and patinaed because it it just adds to its beauty yeah yeah but this one just looks i don't know it just tends to look not so elevated they can crack um so that's something i would not do again wouldn't do it again no Um, The next thing, and we talked about this a little bit in the previous podcast, but a mistake we've made, it was not going in with a plan before. Like sometimes you just, it's really easy. Well, you get to the store and you get excited and then you start, I want that and we can do that and do that, but you don't really have a plan. You haven't drawn out your space and figured out what you want. And then you end up with like a mismatch garden totally like a hodgepodge and it's like you see things as isolated items and then you get them into your space and then maybe they don't work well with the other plants you have or the color scheme or maybe there is no color scheme and you're like why does this not why doesn't it look good and you get excited like you said when you're at the store <laughs> and then it just doesn't and it work just out. doesn't translate so, so make sure you have a nice plan yeah so that you could You've mapped everything out. Yeah. Or at least even if you just have like a vague idea, I feel like the more like pinpointed you can get, the better. Because you're also... Look at the things you like, come back, try to envision where you're going to put it, go to the store again, 
and see if it still kind of matches. Come back, narrow it down, and then you'll you're gonna have to go to whatever. Well, you could do like Pinterest Home Depot too. you want and look at it. At, you have to go at least three times. And you if think the you third have time, to go in the store? No, well, I'm just saying. Like, and the third time you'll you'll say, okay, yeah, that, it's gonna work. Yeah. And it, yeah, I don't know. That's David's method. Not really, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you really have to make sure you want it because if yeah. it, you you think at the moment you want it, it's like when you're you're in the drive thru at fast food and you order your meal and you're like, oh, do I want two apple pies? Maybe I do. Uh, and then you get it and then you eat them and then you feel disgusting and you're like, I shouldn't have gotten those apple pie. I think that that's also applicable if you've done kind of, again, in, in our previous episode, you got to go listen. If you've kind of done the vision board type of preparation, you've you've curated your inspiration and plants that you want. Sometimes you have this idea of what you want and then you go to you know, Home Depot or the nursery and they don't have the plant or it's the wrong color. And you pick something else because you think. Or you pick the thing that's the wrong color and then you're like, well, now I planted it and I this wasn't what I wanted. So I would just say like you should, if you can find what you want or like be a little bit more patient or diligent about finding it, I would just hold off until you find that thing you want. Like yes. we really want white hydrangeas. All the places that we go, it's like there's definitely pink ones. Or like or blue, purplish. Yeah, white ones are more elusive for some reason. Maybe I mean when we went to more like the big box stores, nurseries probably have more, which we did end up finding one. But um, yeah, I could have easily said, "Well, it's a hydrangea, so let's check that box," and then I would have been unhappy because I don't want more pink hydrangeas. Yeah. So also consider that, and I've done that with with plants too, where it's like, "Well, something here is better than nothing," but really that's something that ends up being there for years and you're not really stoked about it. So just, mm-hmm. you know, hold out for the one you want. Yeah. Cause you'll sure. be so much more happy with that. For sure. Okay. This is kind of a specific thing, but again, I was looking in our yard and if you're going to do trellises, I would try to keep them pretty uniform. Whether that's like, even if you change up size maybe pattern sometimes depending on what it is like keeping the same material or keeping the same pattern the same scale if you want more of a uniform look but just trying to keep that kind of uniformity yeah <laughs> um like we have some on our fence and i just put other and ones that's, that's your style you just want to look completely different and you want everything to be mismatching mm-hmm. But that's not really, like, again, yeah, if that's your style and you want to be really eclectic and, like, (coughs) nothing is repeated at all, you do you. But, like, that's not really the vibe I'm going for and that's not really what I try to, like, recommend for a a space that's going to feel, I don't know, peaceful and well thought out. That's just where my... um, my recommendations are coming from, that side of the spectrum Mm -hmm. more so. And if if you do that, also with pots, you know, you can mix up the pots in some ways, but like we often do try to do like clay terracotta pots. Yeah. And then that just helps with a uniform look too. And and that leads to our next tip, which is to keep continuity in mind. You know, have a thread of consistency somewhere. Like just, just like with our interiors, it's important to have some repetition in your outdoor spaces. So 
again, this is going back to like, don't buy just one of each plant and then expect to come home and be like, it all looks like it was supposed to, you will have a more eclectic feel that way. But I think, you know, you want something to be a through line, like in anything in design, you need to have some repetition. And we're trying to do that more with like, I'm trying to bring some of the like herbs onto the other side of the garden too and some of the hydrangeas to the opposite side just so that like when you're going there are different plants but they look there's something in there that makes it feel like it's all connected like it's not disjointed yeah does that make sense it makes sense yeah okay so keep that in mind keep consistency keep repetition it may sound boring when you're like you know filling your cart at the nursery because you don't have all this variety, but I feel like when you get home, it it makes more sense. When you're actually integrating it into your garden, into your space, um, that goes the same for like furniture, keeping consistency with like material or, um, you know, just having a palette and kind of working within that. Do you have anything else to add to that? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> the next tip is to consider scale. This is where I feel like you go to the store and you see something and it's like, oh, this is a great price and it's this cute little table and, you know, it's going to fit in my car and it seems really cute in the space. And then you get it into your outside area. And it looks horrible. And it's like this dinky little tiny thing that looks like the wind can knock it over. And you're like, this doesn't look elegant. This isn't like elevated. So really consider scale. Keep that in mind. Um even with and planters too sometimes it's easy just to be like oh this plant is a great price or this planter again it's cute you get it into your space and then you have a ton of tiny little planters and it just kind of looks cluttered and busy that's why i think everybody should draw their space out take measurements so that when you go you say okay this is how much space i have here this is the site take a tape measure to wherever you go that's a good tip and then measure so you know exactly, okay, so this tree or this plant is this tall. When I'm walking through, will I have enough space for the tree to stand nice and tall and I can walk through that it doesn't affect any of my actual headspace or the area you walk in? If you have a table and you have a little space and you know this is perfect, but then you got to think pe- people's width, the how far back they sit from the table, how much space that's going to take. So you want to measure everything out. You want to have details. So you don't bring something home and then it doesn't fit. And then you're trying to make it work because you don't want to take it back. Right. Or you've got like this big outdoor sectional on this tiny little coffee table in the middle. And, and, and that cor- scales uh, yeah. off proportionally. And, and another element of scale to think with plants is like, think about the different heights of plants. Don't have everything on the same plane. Don't have all the planters be the same height. All the plants be basically at the same height. Because then your eye just stops there. Get some tall things. Get You can get some smaller things. You can get some round plants. You can get more leggy plants. Um, you know, if you're doing planters, hashtag rent life, you can do like a, a grouping of three or something. And they're all staggered at different heights. That's really visually appealing and attractive. And our eyes like to naturally gravitate to different heights. And so that'll just, that's an easy way to make it feel 
more well designed, more um, like just of a of a peaceful and visually visually pleasing environment to be in. Mm-hmm. Another Agreed. yes, another thing to think about. Um, mistakes that I've made where plants didn't make it past like a season that should have is not really considering your climate or putting plants in the wrong areas like putting something that needs full sun in shade and expecting it to thrive or vice versa you put something that should be in shade or partial sun in like blaring sun and it's all fried and you're like ah and that's just sucks because you it's like wasting money and and then you say you did have a plan and then you went out and got it and you try to implement it and it just didn't work out because you gotta you gotta support the plants the way they need to for them to thrive i remember a mistake i made where i thought i bought these tall planters boxes kind of and i was like my chickens can't get up this high it'll be fine (laughs) i planted lettuce and all this beautiful stuff and then i let them out to run and i took off came back nothing destroyed my lettuce was gone everything was gone they had a fantastic meal but it cost me a lot of money for them to enjoy that. So it was an expensive meal for them. Plan accordingly. We do have, we have like this stone raised bed behind our chicken. Well, I'm trying to figure out, like I want to put vines up there to crawl up the coop and then have some like herbs that are good for chickens to be around in the bed, but like to get them to a point where they're established and her not digging them up. So I, I feel like we should get, I've seen these cute, like garden cages that you can put, which is kind of like to keep animals from eating them, which like if you have deer or rabbits or or chickens. (laughs) Um, So I am like thinking about how do I do this? Trying to propagate some like cat mint and um, thyme to put them back there. Um, But that's something I'm trying to figure out right now. Um, The last thing that I wanted to say was, I think that it's a mistake, at least from my point of view and what I've done in the past, to kind of focus too much on outdoor decor instead of focusing on plants and furniture as the decor. Because nature is beautiful enough. You don't. I don't, I don't think yeah, we need a ton of like it. signage and like garden statues. Min- like, windmills. Yeah. Don't like, need all that. I don't know. Some statues can be tasteful, and I I will you make do an need exception. Need a water feature. To, I was gonna say this. You Look need a water feature, and but let the plants be your decorating. Yeah. Let the flowers, whatever you have, a color add to the decorating, and then choose pieces that you will that have function. Yes, but that you find beautiful too. Yes. Like you can find a sculptural side table for drinks to sit on. You can, you know, get a beautiful table and chairs or sectional or, you know, even some throw pillows. Like I'm not, I'm not bashing throw pillows or anything in decor, but I think, you know, like decor that you put on the sides of houses or like all these garden figurines can get a little, can get a little much. So those were our tips. Those were our mistakes that we made and how we remedied them and how if, you know, so if I can give any advice is measure everything. David will always measure twice. Always end with that. Cut once. And we'll draw. Me- measure twice. Buy once. Yeah. And you are a big proponent it. of drawing. And draw everything up. Try to get it to scale. Even if it's a vague drawing, David gets very meticulous in his drawings. 
uses graph paper and exact measurements. Exact measurements. And proportions. You don't have to get that crazy. Yes, you do. But I would say like it is a helpful exercise to everything think spatially. You do, everything you do, do it 100%. A thousand percent. So if you're going to do, if you're going to. Maximum effort. If you're going to make your garden a place that you want to spend time in, go 100%. Measure everything, draw it out, have details so when you finally go to the store to buy, you're not spending money. And you could probably know exactly, there's this size plant, but if you go this size, it'll cover more area, give you more privacy, more green, you spend less. Yeah, it will save you money in the end. And it's free to draw. And you can do like a thousand renditions. And you can you know, draw out, oh, if I had these plants, what is this going to look like? And I've, if I had these plants, what would that look like? Yep. So measure, draw, measure. and take your time. Yes. And those were our tips. Those were our tips. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little faster than usual because we, the past couple weeks, we've been kind of... Been a little crazy around yeah, here. Yeah. So we've been, our schedule's been messed up, but usually we, we launch Thursdays. So... Fridays are our. We're trying to get one out. Yeah, but Thursdays <laughs> get it out launch. Time. If we please go and review four and st- four stars and up, and <laughs> like, comment, do the whole thing so that the podcast can do better and we can bring you more and more episodes. Yeah, and let us know what episodes and what topics you like, if you like ones over others, if you want to hear other things that we haven't touched on before. We love hearing your guys' feedback because we really want to give you guys value and want you to enjoy the episodes. It's for you guys. So thank you guys, and we'll see you in the next one.